0: Crabtree, Pennsylvania, the people in that town, it was about 10 families from the same town. Or, they knew each other. It was all Italian. 100%. Well, I learned English at first grade. When I got to first grade, I started hearing English. I was in the 18-year-old draft, the first one, six months after Pearl Harbor, I got drafted. I ended up in Fort Meade. and. Uh, when I was there about two, three days, that's when they was questioning me about it, Italian and that. They wanted to know if... Uh, <laughs> they wanted to know who was here from Italy, you know, and what they did and that. And, and they was questioning me and they wanted to know if they sent me there if I would shoot the Italians. I said, if they would shoot me, I'd shoot them. And then he said, uh, he said, there are in me. I said, no, I said, he's my cousin if he's shooting me, you know. He said, said, would you shoot back? I said, yeah, if they were shooting. Then he said, if you captured your cousin, would you let him escape? I said, I don't know. What the hell? I was 18. So he said, they're our enemy. And I kept saying, no, that's my cousin. And they didn't trust me no more. Then they sent me down to Camp Lee. I was going to the Pacific, but then that was it. Now, all the training was Jeffs, Jeffs. Molotov cocktail, bayonet and bazooka, Jaffs. Japs, Japs, Japs. It was nothing about Europe. Then they called the, the Butcher Battalion. I said, I said, what's a Butcher Battalion? They said, Americans are getting slaughtered over in the Pacific. They said they need a lot of replacements real bad. But I got the hell out of the Pacific. They were bombing Birmingham. The next day we pulled in, we go down towards Southampton Way. We get down there. We got the hospital going, and uh, there was a lot of activity going on. All around me was tanks in the trees and the fields, army ammunition trucks and jeeps and that. And all the guys were going south. 82nd hey, was paddling around there, the 101st was there. All these planes are moving, you know. Man, the next morning you couldn't see the sky or nothing. Again, they said, invasion's on, invasion's on. So they told me, to so get down and play rebel, you know, right away. So I was down again So we, we didn't do nothing until the day after when the casualties come in from uh, Omaha, in Utah, in uh, Punta Hawk. So we had a thousand bed hospital, the largest in all theaters. That was the worst casualties I've seen in my life. I was scared. One guy grabbed my arm. He said, you're my father. I said, no. I said, you're in England now. I said, you're okay, you're saying. They were crying, they were dirty. One hospital ship out in the harbor did over 2,000 amputation in a couple of days. And that night, D.J., they couldn't get the guys off the beach, tide come in, they all drowned. I don't know if you knew about that. This podcast is made possible by The Social Voice Project, an innovative public interest media company specializing in podcasting, oral histories, and live event recording.